Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. A noise like a strong driving wind. Well, we know about wind in Florida. They just experienced some very strong wind down south. Luckily, it wasn't as strong as a hurricane, but and they experienced a lot of water. But we know about wind. Remember one year I was, um, I was helping out at a parish over on Clearwater Beach. And after a cold front would come through right on the Gulf of Mexico there, there were some strong winds at night. And I would be sitting outside and the winds would be, they're not like a fan. You know, a fan is continuous. They were syncopated like sentences. So they would start gently. You could hear the leaves and the trees rustling. And then it would crescendo. And then it would ebb away until the next sentence began. And sometimes the next one would have an even higher crescendo and strength and intensity. You know what I felt like doing? I felt like getting up and saying, what are you trying to say to me? Because it was like they were, the wind was talking. Now, we know today what causes the wind. We know the science. We know where it comes from, what generates it. But back in Jesus' time, in the Old Testament as well, they didn't understand that. To them, the wind was very mysterious. You couldn't see it. You couldn't touch the wind. The wind touched you. You could see the effects of it. No wonder the inspired authors of Scripture use the metaphor of the wind to describe the mysterious power of the Holy Spirit. In the beginning of the Bible, in the second line of Genesis, we hear there was a strong wind sweeping over the waters. As God was about to create the world, and literally in Hebrew, it means the Spirit of God was sweeping over the waters. So then in our passage from the Acts of the Apostles today from Luke, who's the author of that piece, he says, when the disciples are all gathered on the day we're celebrating today, there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind and it filled the entire house in which they were. Luke knew and his listeners would get the reference. Luke is talking right here about a new creation. That he is proclaiming this, the birth of a missionary church. This is our birthday today. And Luke, not only does he stop there, he also says, when he talks about there were like tongues as of fire above their heads, that's an allusion to the burning bush when God appeared to Moses. And finally, when the disciples go out and they start preaching and everybody understands them, he's alluding back to the Tower of Babel, also from the book of Genesis. It was the last time in the world that we spoke the same language. And Luke was declaring here, because of Jesus and the coming of the Holy Spirit, we can once again, no matter where we are in the world, 
We can speak the same language. It's the language of the Lord. This is powerful. And then what happens after this? The rest of the Acts of the Apostles in the New Testament? That's the witness to how the wind of the Spirit started spreading out through the apostles and these new disciples. And the church was becoming deeply rooted. You know, I read a book once called um, Front Porch Tales. It's written by Philip Gully, who's a pastor in Indiana. And the very first chapter in that book is called Growing Roots. And it's a memory from Philip's life. He's a little kid. And down the street from where he lived was a doctor for the town. He was Dr. Gibbs. Dr. Gibbs was a very kind man. You know, when the kids would come and play on his property, he didn't, he didn't yell at them or tell them to leave. And when Dr. Gibbs wasn't saving lives, he was growing trees. But he had some very unorthodox methods of growing trees. He wouldn't water his trees. So one day Philip's there. He said, Doctor, why don't, why don't you water your little trees? He said, oh, if I water the trees, they'll grow superficial roots. I want my trees to reach down deep to the pure waters of the aquifer. The Holy Spirit, like a wind of fresh air through the centuries of the church, we can see it all through our history. The Holy Spirit came especially in individual and special ways when we really needed grace. You know, in times of darkness, crisis. You think about the 1200s. It's when the Franciscans came forward. St. Francis, St. Dominic. And they lived such a simple life. They were reminding the whole church, we have to get back to the core meaning of Jesus' gospel. And then the 1500s, when the church was splintering apart, again, the power of the Holy Spirit there, with great saints like Teresa of Avila, John of the Cross, St. Ignatius of Loyola, all through our history, we see the renewing power of the Holy Spirit, and that continues to today. I live with a bishop at the seminary. I used to work at the seminary for like almost 15 years. We had a bishop there who's retired, and he told us once, he was there at the beginning of Vatican Council. On October the 11th, 1962, he was reminiscing about it. He said, here I am a young whippersnapper priest. He was there with his bishop as an assistant. And I'm over here in Rome as all the world is gathering for this ecumenical council. There's only been 21 ecumenical councils in the history of our church. And he said, I live with my bishop and other bishops. And he said, I watched them. I watched them go from in being individuals and through the gift of the Holy Spirit, they became one. They became a college of bishops. He said it was awesome. You know that story about Philip Gully? He goes back to where he used to live like decades later. And he made a point to go see Dr. Gibbs' trees. And when he got to where Dr. Gibbs used to live because he had passed on by then, there were his trees, tall, 
and robust and strong. In, in Philip's words, these trees wake up every morning, beat their chests, and drink their coffee black. <laughs> Dr. Gibbs was right. Deep roots are important. Philip said it changed the way he prayed about his kids. He used to pray for his kids. He's a dad, has kids. He used to pray that, Lord, help them have a smooth way through life. Take the hardships out of their life. And then he realized that's not realistic. That's not the way life is. Life is difficult. So he started praying this way for his kids. Lord, help my kids have deep roots, deep roots into their faith, into their family, into their friends, into the eternal, so that no matter what happens in life, they can lean into you, lean into the gift of the Spirit in their lives. And that's how the Holy Spirit has been in our lives as a church throughout the centuries, guiding us, comforting us, sanctifying us, convicting us when we need it, leading us to deeper faith and courage in the challenges of life. I'd like to conclude with three sentences of a prayer that many of you know very well. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Amen. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.